I'm going to tell a little story about uh, it's it's a it's a story of my own from back when I was in the restaurant business. Um, I'd been in the restaurant business for over 20 years. Uh, the last five of which I owned five restaurants. Um, but my problem was really I was I was spread too thin because all I was ever getting to do was work in my restaurants as opposed to work on my business. That's something that happens to lots of people um, in any business, but especially in the restaurant business. So, you know, I, I basically I was, I was working seven days a week, uh, kind of 14 hours a day. Um, you know, <laughs> I would have, I would have just about killed to have, a, uh, a like a, a weekend night off where I could uh, to just even sit and relax. So um, this this example here is one that I guess kind of fits within that. Um, at least with this one, I was I was trying to work on my business. Uh, North Carolina restaurant show was coming up. Um, this was in, the show was was in Greensboro. And um, you know, we were trying to build our business in North Carolina. And so going to the show felt somewhat important. Um, so in theory, I was supposed to be gone for about you know, 48 hours. Um, I had a manager in every store. Um, under them was, uh, you know, were shift leaders to run shifts. Stores were fully staffed. Um, but even with that in place, I all too often ended up having to go work in a store and, uh, which could, you know, could be me clearing tables and making food, et cetera. So it was, it was an interesting life. Um, so <laughs> uh, with this one, everything was kind of rolling along just fine. And again, I was supposed to leave the next morning uh, to go to this this uh, North Carolina show. And I get a call at around, I think around 7, 7.30, somewhere in there. Um, came from the manager of one of my stores telling me that the father of a 15-year-old employee, this was a young guy who was working for us, um, you know, that this, this father was was just screaming at her and was, was uh, just beside himself and so angry uh, that his son had been mistreated at, at <laughs> working at my restaurant. And I thought, ah, oh, great, here we go again. Um, so I kind of dropped whatever I was doing um, and headed over to that restaurant to go see, you know, figure out what, what on earth is happening here. Uh, so, you know, so I had to go meet this, this, uh, this guy's dad and the dad was quite fired up and he was explaining to me that his son um, had been working a shift and, and, you know, at the end of the shift, he uh, felt that he was afraid for his life and that he wanted me to, to fire some employees to somehow rectify this situation. Um, 
it was right at that point that I suddenly realized, okay, uh, my trip tomorrow morning may or may not take place, um, which seemed to be par for the course. So uh, the way this worked, this, this, uh, this, this guy got a call uh, from the manager of a grocery store. Our restaurant sat in a, in a, you know, in a, in a shopping center right next to a, a grocery store. And um, this guy said that his son uh, was outside the grocery store hiding next to a car in the parking lot. <laughs> um, and apparently what happened was a, a customer came into the grocery store and, uh, and told the manager there that there was, it seemed that there was some kid or somebody out in the parking lot, probably looking to break into a car. And, uh, you know, and so the manager goes out to kind of check this out and see what's happening. The manager gets out in the parking lot and he finds this kid kind of crouched down next to this car. And, um, Guys, the kid is almost in tears. He's saying that, you know, his the, the shift leader from the restaurant was chasing him around the parking lot with a bamboo fighting stick in his hands, yelling, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to find you. I'm going to rip off your head. I'm going to kill you. I mean, at the top of his lungs. <laughs> um you know, I'm, 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 I'm pondering this and I'm thinking, oh my God, I got 15 year old employee. I got a shift leader who's chasing him around, wanting to kill him. Um, you know, this is a restaurant that we're trying to build in town. I don't know this dad, but he's a part of the community. And, um, you know, I'm kind of seeing <laughs> potentially whatever goodwill I was bestowing through this store, just kind of starting to crumble. Um, you know, and meanwhile, I got this, this 20 some year old shift leader, um, who's apparently chasing this kid around the parking lot, um, wanting to kill him. Uh, so I explained to the father, um, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Let me check this out. Let me, uh, get the shift leader back in. I need to talk to him. Let me see what I can do. I'll be in touch with you. I'll let you know what's happening. Please take your son home. Take it easy. Let, let me see what I can do, okay? Um, yeah. the, the owner's here. I will fix this, um, which unfortunately came up too often in that business. But when there are problems, that is the way it, it works. So... The dad leaves. The next thing I did was I got in touch with that shift leader and I got him to come back in and I had him tell the story. Now, he tells me uh, that this this kid, this 15-year-old boy, decided uh, he didn't feel like working. And so he was sitting in the manager's seat and the way this restaurant was designed back in the back of the restaurant was a little office space that had a desk, a video recorder, recording numerous cameras in the restaurant, and and uh, there's a and there's a chair at the desk. And so um, the kid decided he's not going to work, and so he sat down at the desk and he was just hanging out, not going to do anything. So uh, you know, and and the shift leader was bugging him, telling him, you know, come on, we've got stuff to do, you got to get to work. 
Um, I'm sure, frankly, this was things that the shift leader didn't feel like doing that he wanted this this guy to do. But regardless, um, there's work to do in the restaurant. And I'm, I'm not paying anyone to just sit in the restaurant. Um, so the shift leader is getting more and more frustrated. And uh, he said that he'd planned on writing up the kid, you know, for this because the guy wouldn't work. Um, and then letting his his boss, the manager, know what was taking place, giving the, the, the boy a warning, telling him what he's going to do and what the ramifications are and that he's going to let the manager know. Perfect. Would have been a beautiful world, you know. Um, you know, and that, that all sounded great as, as far as I could tell. Um, you know, so I, I'm still wondering what then transpired um, that, that created some sort of an altercation between this 26-year-old and 16-year-old uh, guys uh, that led to, to one of them chasing the other through the parking lot saying he's going to kill him. Um, so the next thing I did was I figured, well, in this office, there's a recording, you know, a, a video recorder that's recording what's going on in the restaurant. Numerous times in my experience, uh, there was no tape recording in those, in those recorders. Um, whole separate issue. <laughs> that was part of our, our whole business plan there. But as luck would have it, there was a tape in this recorder and it was recording. So I go watch the recording. Um, everyone that worked in the restaurant knew that these recorders were there. Um, you know, when I, when I first got into that business, I set up recorders to watch what the, uh, the people coming into the restaurant, the customers were doing. And that was kind of to protect the restaurant. So no one could, could, could steal from us. Um, then I realized that they actually also needed to be watching the people on the registers that worked for me. Um, and lo and behold, there are other things that take place in a restaurant that need to be seen. Um, I wish I had recordings of everything that was seen and, uh, I would, I would share those with you and those would make this story even more exciting. And actually the video of this one, um, would make this even more exciting. So I watched this video. This is the way it all went down. Um, Younger employee goes, sits down in the office. Shift leader goes in, seemingly nicely, you know, asking him to help in the kitchen. Uh, the two of them exchange some words. I won't share all of them. Um, shift leader left the kid for about 10 minutes, all of which the young guy really just sat in the office on the clock. Um, next, the shift leader came back in the office and asked the kid, to get to work a little more definitively. The, the young guy says, no. The shift leader kind of pulled the chair that the kid was sitting on, you know, kind of pulled the back of the chair and said that he needed to get up and get to work. Uh, the kid kind of, you know, got up when he pulled the chair and he pushed the shift leader. Next thing you know, the shift leader jumps on the kid and the two of them start fighting, rolling around on the floor um, in the back of the restaurant. <laughs> and I'm watching this video going, oh, my God, you know. And um, 
somehow during this whole little exchange on the floor, um, the kid manages to stand up and gets free. The next thing he did was where it really got interesting. He grabs the fire extinguisher that's hanging on the wall um, because we had one towards, you know, the back by the uh, back by our storage back there. We had another one in the kitchen and another one up front. So he grabs that one off the wall, hits the shift leader in the head with a fire extinguisher and essentially knocks him out. <laughs> and, um, and then the kid runs out the back door. Um, you know, about, <laughs> I'm totally dumbfounded that any of this has taken place. Um, so within about a minute or two, the shift leader kind of gets up it wakes up, comes, <laughs> thank God he wasn't killed, um, comes awake, and then he runs out the back door screaming that he's going to get this fighting stick and he's going to kill the kid. And that's kind of the end of the video because everything else takes place outside. I wasn't filming anything outside. Um, even that would have been kind of interesting to watch them running around the parking lot. So I watched this this video. Um, I watched a second time to make sure that I'd kind of taken in all little details. Um, you know, I just, I, I was dumbfounded. But unfortunately, this seems to be the sort of thing that happens in a restaurant. It's amazing to me. Um, you know, I mean, so I had these two employees who I was expecting to act like adults, even these 16-year-old I guess he's 15, even worse, he's 15 years old. I was expecting him to, to kind of be acting like adults, um, minding the restaurant, serving customers that are coming in, um, rather than running around the parking lot, chasing each other, yelling they're going to kill each other, hitting people with fire extinguishers, etc. You know, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's truly unbelievable. Um, you know, so the way this all ended up washing out, I ended up having to uh, to show uh, the dad this this video, um, uh, who then did understand what his son was doing. Um, you know, so he kind of was no longer as upset with with me and my restaurant and the shift leader to some degree. So the two of them leave. They go on their way, but then I have to go deal with the shift leader as well, who, you know, I, the bottom line on all of this, I ended up having to kind of let numerous people go. That shift leader got a warning, but he wasn't a perfect employee, and it was not long before he was no longer working uh, for me. Um, once again, this restaurant was short-staffed, which meant that I was having to go in and work there while we were trying to find the right employees and restaff the restaurant, um, which doesn't hurt the restaurant. I love doing that. I love working in the restaurants. I mean, that's what I wanted to do in part, but I had five of them. And so that was always my problem was um, I'm working in that restaurant, which means if there are shortages of people, things, whatever, in other restaurants, I can't do anything to help those out. So regardless, um, I wasn't able to go to the North Carolina restaurant show. Restaurant ends up short-staffed. 
Um, we did we did take a little bit of a, a hit kind of in the in the neighborhood there um and which doesn't surprise me at all i'm sure that that father had nothing great to say um you know and uh that that kind of finishes off this story so that was just one of my restaurant stories um i have many others uh, that I, I will eventually share. Um, and that was even a slightly abridged version in my telling it. But um, it's just, uh, it's, it's incredible to me that, you know, that, that some of the things that happen in restaurants, uh, most folks wouldn't even believe. I mean, that same restaurant, I also, uh, here's, I'll tell another one in that one. Um, and often these things happen at, somewhere between midnight and three or four in the morning. I was lucky. This one took place at like 7.30 at night while the restaurant's operating, but still was at a somewhat human hour. Um, but this other one was another interesting one uh, where I get a, uh, a call. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> uh, this one's uh, from the police, and from the alarm company. Um, because the alarm's going off, same store, um, 3, 3.30 in the morning. Uh, so I get in my car, that store is about a 20 minute drive away. Uh, so I head over there and uh, I pull up and front, you know, there are two big glass uh, windows and a, and a glass double door, you know, glass door in front. Um, one of those windows is smashed and uh, <laughs> You know, I go inside, it seems nothing else is taken, nothing else is broken. Um, there is a car alternator sitting on the floor. Restaurant was clean as it was supposed to be. Um, so for whatever reason, there was, I guess there was a, a car that had been sitting kind of back behind my restaurant in that, in that shopping center, this somewhat derelict car. And I guess slowly it was being picked apart. I'm sure if, you know, if I went back, there were probably no hubcaps and windows broken, whatever. Uh, somebody had gone into that car, gotten the, uh, you know, the, the hood open and pulled an alternator or something, you know, around the alternator out and then took it upon themselves to throw that through the front window of my restaurant. <laughs> Don't know why. Um, like I said, thank, thank goodness nothing was stolen in that case. Um, but of course, uh, you know, the alarm went off. That upsets anyone else in, you know, no one else is there at 3, 3.30 in the morning. But, uh, you know, so I dealt with that. Then I had to go uh, get a board and um, and cover over the glass, which looks terrible when people come up. I guess we have a decent story to tell them, <laughs> but you know, at the same time, um, it just the restaurant doesn't look good. It's just, and then there was a lot of glass to be cleaned up too, which I got to do. Um, the manager doesn't get called at three thirty in the morning. I get called at three thirty in the morning, so you know. Um, so that's yet 
another little story uh, for that for that restaurant. Um, there are many others. I will uh, I'll share I'll share some others in uh, in some some later uh, later in, in some later podcasts. Um, you know, but I thought I wanted to go ahead and share a couple of my stories. Um, I've, I've, I've got some uh, from some friends as well who've uh, either been in the restaurant business one way, one shape or another. I mean, some of them have been in the nightclub business. Some have been in the bar business. Some are in, um, worked at country clubs. Some worked at restaurants. Some owned restaurants. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a broad mix. So, you know, all of these are part of this book uh, that I'm putting together uh, called In My Restaurant. And that's, that is, as of right now, <laughs> the title of this book. It could change um, because we're going we're gonna to work with all of our, our, the people that are watching and we're going to ask them what they think ultimately the title of this book should be and we'll do some polling. Um, we'll do the same with the cover of the book, etc. You know, this is a book that is a collection of stories from lots of people. And that means that a lot of thoughts and, and are, are involved in this book. And I think the putting together of the rest of the book, I'm going to work in a similar fashion. So, um, you know, and then on top of all of that, uh, 100% of the profits from this book are also going to be given uh, to a, a, a charity. I've got uh, two right now that I'm, I'm looking at. Um, I'll, uh, I'll kind of announce who that is, and that'll be on the site as well, so everyone can see that. Um, you know, so these, again, 100% of the, the profits from this book are going to go back to help support um, folks who are suffering through this, this pandemic. So that was kind of the goal behind this. Um, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll tell one more story, uh, which kind of is, is even how this book came about. So it was interesting. I'd, I'd been thinking for a, a decent number of years about doing a book like this, pulling together stories, you know, from my friends. I went to culinary school long ago. Um, a lot of great friends. Not all of them have stayed in the restaurant business, one, you know, but, um, but many have. And, uh, and even the others who have left it, they still worked in the business for a bunch. So there are lots of great stories um, amongst all of these people. And so I figured I want to pull these together. I think that could be a really cool book. And, uh, you, know, I'm, I'm, you know, some of these stories are, are funny. Some are crazy. Some, you know, some are, are uplifting. Um, others uh, make people think uh, you need to be in jail or that employee needs to be in jail, you know, however it works. Um, so I, I, it, it, this, this will be a fun book, and I think it'll give people another look into what happens in this business. So, um, so I decided to do that uh, more recently. I, I started to move forward with it. And um, <laughs> right after I, I did that, I, I uh, got this idea going. I put together the, the website for it. I went to sleep that night and um, I had a dream and, and prior to going to sleep and when I put this together, I was going to, I was going to donate about 20% of the, uh, the, of the, the profits 
from this book um, to to a charity, and and that at the time seemed pretty generous. I guess I, you know I we all want to want to to see something from our our efforts, but um, you know it, it also felt like an important thing to uh, to do this and try to support this industry. You know, I was in it for 23 years, almost 25 actually. But I was part of the food service world, so. And that that group is they're they're hurting right now, and a lot of people have lost businesses. A lot of employees have lost work. You know, it's it's a I mean that goes outside of that that world, but that's one that I had a, a piece of and I had a, a life in, so I felt some allegiance to it. And um, so I went to sleep that night, and lo and behold, I had a dream that night that I wrote this book. Everyone loved it, and I gave 100% of the profits back to um, the charity. And I woke up and I thought, oh, okay. Well, I guess um, we're not doing the uh, the 20%. We'll do 100% of the profits. And so I figured, you know, we don't all have to follow our dreams that we have, but that one somehow seemed real enough, and it seemed like there was a message being given to me. And so... Uh, so that's what I'm doing. So I will, uh, I've got a lot of stories coming from a lot of my culinary school friends and other people who have been in the business. And, uh, and I'm just gonna, gonna grow that. So, and have fun doing it. And that's the whole idea behind this. So gonna have fun, laugh at things, maybe cry at some stories, you know, uh, cheer for some people, and uh, and then give some money back uh, to that industry. So that's my story. So anyways, uh, thanks for listening. And um, I'll talk to you again soon. Hey, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me on the Restaurant Reality Show. Please remember to tell your friends that these shows are available to listen to for free in any, and I mean any app that supports podcasts whatsoever. I hope you enjoyed this interview that it's enabled you to let go of all the, the stuff that life seems to be throwing at you these days as a little bit of fun in your life is an essential thing. So now go on, enjoy the rest of your day or night, and please remember the following. Take care of your local restaurants as we really need them in our lives.